0: happy monday this is kjzz's sun up it is your daily news update from here in phoenix on our state and region hi again i'm phil latzman and yeah we like to say this is an audio postcard of what's happening here in the grand canyon state it is February the 6th, going to be a big week here in Arizona with the Super Bowl and the big golf tournament as well. well let's start it off with the State of the Union address. In Arizona, Congressman Juan Ciscomani has been chosen to deliver the Republican response in Spanish following President Biden's address that will take place tomorrow evening. Siskamani represents Arizona's 6th Congressional District, consisting of suburbs from Tucson. He spoke on Fox & Friends weekend about what his response will entail. A lot of people out there have American dream stories, and that's going to be the message. This is a country of opportunity, and that message can be given in Spanish, and it can be given in English, and we're going to be reaching everyone that can listen. The first Republican-Spanish rebuttal was delivered by a Florida congressman back in 2011. You can hear live special coverage of the State of the Union address. It'll be tomorrow night at 7 here on 91.5 or at kjzz.org. Phoenix taxpayers will contribute millions of dollars to support Super Bowl events. From the Business Desk, Christina Estes reports on the cost of public safety.
1: Phoenix is preparing for more than 200,000 visitors at various downtown events through Sunday. Police Commander Brian Lee says providing adequate security means pulling department employees from other duties.
0: A good portion of our investigations uh, bureau was where detectives were reallocated um, away from what their normal assignment was to be able to help staff some of these critical positions.
1: Bicycle teams, reserve officers and non-sworn personnel have also been tapped. Despite patrol squads being understaffed for years, Lee says residents will see no impact when it comes to officers responding to emergencies.
0: The response that you get and the number of officers we have in the patrol precincts today will be the same as it is uh, once Super Bowl events go into operation.
1: Councilwoman Ann O'Brien calls it a monumental effort.
2: Really do appreciate all those who will uh, be working over time and
3: in duties that they don't normally work.
1: In 2015, the last time Arizona hosted the Super Bowl, The city spent more than $3 million on public safety. The same information is being tracked for a post-event report this year. Christina Estes, KJZZ News, Phoenix.
0: And as pro golf and football fans begin flooding the valley for the Phoenix Open and the Super Bowl, restaurants will be experiencing a noticeable uptick of patrons. Steve Chukri is president and CEO of the Arizona Restaurant Association. He's reminding restaurant tourists to brush up on their service skills and depth of menu items. You first and foremost have to make sure you're staffed up from a labor side, and then secondly that you are ordering more than you would typically order when it comes to menu ingredients. Uh, the last thing you want to do is have someone want to try something and you're out of it by 6 o'clock. Chukri also says the presence of the big game could potentially be a boost for restaurants recovering from the effects of the coronavirus pandemic. Well, The city of Tempe wants the Arizona Supreme Court to review an appeals decision about a proposed development project known as the South Pier at Tempe Town Lake. Ignacio Ventura has more details.
1: The legal battle over the project began after an advocacy group gathered enough signatures to bring the matter to Tempe voters. The group pointed to a lack of affordable housing units. City of Tempe officials said the project could not be referred to a voter referendum because the development was an administrative action. So they went to court. Americopa Maricopa County Superior Court first ruled that the petition signatures gathered by the advocacy group could not be used because they didn't comply with state law. The Court of Appeals disagreed and reversed that decision. Now, the city of Tempe is appealing to the Arizona Supreme Court. Ignacio Ventura, KJZZ News, Phoenix.
0: Well, a government watchdog agency this month issued a report calling for increased transparency when it comes to nursing home ownership. And the reason it matters, as Kathy Ritchie tells us, is that different ownership types can lead to different health outcomes per residents of them.
2: The Government Accountability Office was tasked with looking at how the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid communicate nursing home ownership information on their website, Nursing Home Compare. Several studies have shown that the quality of care provided at a nursing home can be related to its ownership. For example, for-profit and chain ownership may have lower staffing levels compared to non-profit ownership. The GAO found that information on owners isn't organized in a way that gives consumers access to understandable or usable information. The GAO recommendations, including using more plain language and providing consumers access to a list of all facilities under common ownership. Kathy Ritchie, KJZZ
0: News, Phoenix. The practice rounds for the Phoenix Open begin today, and although high temperatures are expected to be cooler for the next few days, meteorologist Jessica Leffel says out-of-town golf fans who attend should respect the intensity of the desert sun's rays.
3: Lather up that sunscreen. Um, it's definitely something you want to keep an eye on is UV index and make sure that even though if you do see those clouds, it, it is important to wear that sunscreen to avoid any burns.
0: Meteorologists also say fans should pay attention to their water intake and stay hydrated if you're in town. It'll catch up to you quick. Mexico's president has been an influential force in Mexican politics for decades, but he now says he plans to retire completely from politics when his six-year presidential term is up in 2024. From the frontiers Desk in Hermosillo, Kendall Blust reports.
3: President Andrés Manuel López Obrador says he doesn't plan to stay involved in politics after next year's presidential elections.
0: Después de que
2: concluya mi mandato...
3: During a press conference, he told reporters that he plans to withdraw entirely from politics after retirement. The president has frequently promised not to change any laws in order to run for a second term, but many expect López Obrador to continue wielding significant behind-the-scenes power in his Morena party, which is now dominant in Mexican politics. However, he says he'll spend his time on a ranch in southern Mexico writing books and will avoid spending time with politicians, attending events, or accepting any kind of advisory position. He says he trusts upcoming leaders to continue the so-called fourth transformation started under his leadership. Kendall Blust, KJ's Z News, MOCO.
0: Baseball, it is America's national pastime. It is also a way for people living with Alzheimer's and their care partners to find some support. Here once again with that is Kathy Ritchie.
2: John Leona is a member of the Society for American Baseball Research, or Sabre. He also facilitates one of Sabre's baseball memory support groups. And people who are
0: suffering with Alzheimer's and dementia were pretty active in the 50s and 60s. Some consider that the golden age of baseball when it permeated our public consciousness here in America. So there's a lot of fond memories. And it triggers something. We've seen people open up like a flower.
2: And they might share a story or memory. Leona Dykus says these meetups are also good for the care partner.
0: They're seeing their person come alive and interact in ways they don't typically see during the day because of the way they're engaged during the session. They see that sparkle in their eye.
2: Members from Sabre will be speaking at the Alzheimer's Foundation of America conference on February 16th. Kathy Ritchie, KJZZ News, Phoenix.
0: ASU has been working to send new light-sensitive cameras to explore the moon's darkest regions for years. From the Arizona Science Desk, Nicholas Gerbis reports ShadowCam reached the moon aboard Korea Orbiter about a month ago. Run by the same ASU
2: team as NASA's Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter cameras, the instrument is hundreds of times more light-sensitive. Experts believe the moon's permanently shadowed regions may hold volatiles like water that could support future missions. But Nick Estes of ASU's Shadow Cam Facility says building up a clear picture from indirect light reflected off crater walls will take time and repetition.
0: It's going to take some repeat imaging under different lighting conditions and some additional study and additional work to kind of really nail down what we're looking at.
2: The sunless crater depths are among the coldest places in the solar system, reaching 300 to 400 degrees
0: Fahrenheit below zero. Nicholas Skirbis, KJCZ News, Phoenix. The conservation group Sea Shepherd has a new ship in the upper Gulf of California, where it's working with Mexican officials to protect the world's most endangered marine mammal. Here once again is Kendall Blust with the latest on the Vaquita.
3: For years, Sea Shepherd has worked with the Mexican Navy to find and remove fishing nets from the zero-tolerance zone established to protect the nearly extinct Vaquita Marina porpoise, which can get trapped in fishing gear and drown. But Chairman Preetam Singh says the addition of the seahorse to the group's fleet changed their strategy to one of prevention, keeping most nets from ever being set in the protected area through increased surveillance and quicker response times.
1: The
0: Vaquita live in one place in the world. And in that place in the world, we want them to be safe. And safety
3: means no nets. He says that strategy could be a turning point for the species. Known for their small size and the black markings around their eyes and mouth, there are only an estimated 10 vaquita left. But scientists say the species could still recover if protected from fishing gear. Kendall Blust, KJ's News, Hermosillo.
0: And sports, local pro teams had the Sunday off. The Suns, who won the first two stops of their road trip in Boston and Detroit, Friday and Saturday, will play in Brooklyn tomorrow night. The Coyotes are back from the NHL All-Star break tonight. They'll host the Minnesota Wild. And that does it for this edition of KJZZ's Sun Up, Arizona's morning news podcast this Monday, February the 6th. I'm Phil Latzman. Have a wonderful day, and we'll do it again tomorrow.